What's good, world? This is King Arthur, and this is not my Brothers Keepers podcast, a true crime podcast about black dudes who kill. Look here, man. Young nigga, move that dope, they move that dope, they move that dope. Hey, man. Trevor Seward, he was trying to get to that bread. He ready to get to that bread. He been waiting on his package all week so he can get it. Bust down and out on the streets. But the mail lady ain't drop his package off. Man, what am I going to do? I done already promised this work to people. I told them I was going to have that good. Man, you messing with my money. Where you at? Tune in right now. Trevor Seward. So in the fall of 2019, Jamal Terrell Davis was thinking about how he can get that money. And you know him out there selling that weed. He like, man, but I need some of that Cali weed. So he ended up finding him a little plug on the other side of the country. Because, you know, he in South Carolina. And he know if he gets some of that Cali bud to South Carolina, he going to be the hottest nigga on the street. But Terrell ain't trying to make that drive. So he ended up linking up by the, with a dude by the name of Ricky Jesus Rocha Bearhot Beja. I'm gonna call this dude Jesus because he got too many names. Anyway, Davis gets on the phone. He's like, "Hey, yeah, man, I'm trying to scold me a, I'm trying to scold me a couple elbows, right? Pounds, but pounds." Elbow, LB pounds. So basically, he's trying to score him some pounds, right? Like, hey man, I need, I need two of them things, right? Ricky, like, oh yeah, I, I can get that to you, man. I can get that to you in about a week. So Davis, Davis, like, cool, man. What? How you gonna get this bread? And I mean, he like, we can do this, that, and the other. So he sent him some of that bread. He sent him that bread. And then that package is in the wind and on his way to South Carolina. Just keep uh just make and this is the tracking number. Hey, let me know when you get it. We we can we can we can be bigger than this. This can be up start of a good partnership. We can get our money on, right? So Davis is anticipating anticipating a package with his boy Trevor Seward because the package is coming to Trevor Seward's house so Trevor he's just checking the um he's checking the tracking like oh yeah man it didn't been it didn't been it's, it's at the station man today gonna be a good day oh today gonna be a good day man I can feel it in my bones that package is on the way it done made it to the station now, 64-year-old Irene Presley, is she's just now rolling in to begin her day as a poster worker. And I work for FedEx, so I'm going to tell you how her day went. She walked in to work, spoke to everybody, went back there, checked her truck, uh, checked, run, running through her packages, making sure she got all her stuff because she ain't coming back till late. So she got... Her water is hot out there. So she got her water, her hat, her glasses, 
you know, everything you need to be on the road. And she also got to get her mind right because you, when delivering these packages, you got to deal with some people that want their shit now and why it ain't here. And I'm tracking this, saying it's on your truck, and you telling me it ain't. Well, look at here. This is what Irene is preparing, is preparing herself for, her mentally preparing herself for. But Irene Presley is a good woman. She started a Meals on Wheels in her neighborhood. She's an activist. I'm not an activist, but she's big in the community because she does a lot of um, work with the church. And not only that, she's been working for the uh, United Postal Service for 20 years. She's 64. Retirement is right around the corner, if not in a couple of weeks, because hell, you didn't put twenty years with the with the post office. And you already sixty four. Oh yeah, you got you you got that good retirement, man. You 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 got that good retirement coming in, man. You 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 good out here. You you got some good retirement coming in. You got some good government benefits. You heard me. So you know she's preparing her day because she got a long route. That postal route is is like a twelve hour shift, damn near, depending on the area. So anyway, she loading up her truck, just getting ready for the day. And she loaded up, and now she's loaded up, gassed up, and she's out on the road. So, Presley's been out on the road all day. It's about 2 o'clock. She made it to this one subdivision. She's issuing out packages, and this one package is supposed to go to this house. But um, it needs a signature or whatever, right? So, she, instead of going to drop the package off at the house... She just simply um puts a slip in the um in the um in the mailbox and um Trevor gets a notification saying package has been delivered. Right? So um he's waiting at home because he's thinking the package is gonna come straight to the home to the house, but he's looking on his phone and saying package has been delivered. So he's like, is it in the mailbox? So, you know, he go over to the mailbox, gets the key, open the mailbox. He opened the regular mailbox. He's like, okay, it's a package, so I don't know if it'll fit in here. But he opens it anyway, right? He opened it. We all got this letter for. Please come to the post office to pick up your shit. Trevor is pissed. He's like, man, what the fuck? Man, hell no. I need that shit to come to me. That's why I got to shit. I, I need that package to come to me, man. What the fuck? Where my shit? So, Trevor, he running back to the crib. He running back to the crib. He called his boy Davis. Hey, man, that's some fucking bullshit, man. They didn't deliver the package, dog. They didn't deliver the package, dog. I'm, man, look, I'm finna. We need to find this lady so we can uh get the our package off that truck. We need to catch her wherever she at and ask her, can we get our package, right? So, at this point, he's just walking around. He sees um he sees um Presley, and he confronts. He say, "Hey, you put this letter in my mailbox saying that I need to come pick up my package from the station." Why the hell you can't give it to me right now? Presley's been doing this job 20 years. So she done seen this plenty of time. She informs Trevor, hey, look, once I put that stuff in the system, ain't no 
going back and just handing you this shit. You're going to have to, well, she didn't say shit. Ain't no way I'm just going to hand you this stuff. You're going to have to go down to the post office and pick it up and sign for it. He was like, but I need that right now. I ain't got time to be waiting for you to get back down to the station and then for me to come in there and get it when you can just give it to me right off your truck right now. And Irene like, look, it's not happening, sir. I'm I'm busy right now. I got a million other drop-offs to do. Hey, I've already put it in a system. You're just going to have to go down there and retrieve the package when we get back to the station. I put the time and date on there for when you can come and pick it up. So that's when you got to do it. So Trevor walks off like, fuck. So Trevor is pissed off. He's like, God damn it. I should have slapped that bitch. Damn. So he's like, so Trevor, he's walking back to the crib. He's pissed off. He's calling. He didn't call Davis. Hey, come pick me up right now. Come pick me up at my house, right? Come pick me up at my house right now. So Sue runs up in his house, busts into his room, goes to his closet, grabs the AR-15. He cocks it back. Puts the put put uh, put put it back in put it back in um put it back together and slides in the um and th- slides in the magazine and he up out the door. Davidson already pulled up and uh, he already pulled up. He's like, "Hey man, go find the fucking truck. I'm finna my package is on there and she about to give it to me right fucking now. We ain't, I ain't got no time to play." I ain't got no time to play for this shit. We taking this shit right now. We taking this shit right now. I've been waiting five fucking days for this package. And she going to tell me, come to the... No, 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 no. I had it shipped to me so we couldn't have to cope to the post office. That's the case. I would have drove to California. I had it shipped to me for a reason. Right? So they driving around, driving around. Just looking for um just looking for the mail truck, right? So suddenly so suddenly they um around three PM they spot the truck and Davis lets um and Davis lets uh Trevor out at uh Senate Road in Morrisville Road. It's a two lane street in the neighborhood. Broad daylight. Trevor Seward gets out with the AR. He sent 20 shots at the truck. Yes, he shot up the mail truck. And the mail trucks stops, I mean, slowly keeps moving to a slow stop. At this point, Trevor's running with the rifle in hand. Runs in the car, runs up to the truck, hops in the uh hops in through the uh through the passenger way because he knows how to get in. He hops in, slides her body to the side, and drives off in the mail truck. Yes, he's driving around in the mail truck with uh Presley's body laying there bleeding. He drives about two or three miles to an access road and drives it into a ditch by a hunting club. Right? 
Now, reading that and researching that, he was by a hunting club. I'm thinking that was, I'm not saying he should kill, kill nobody or whatever, but me, if you're going to follow some additional shots, why not be by a hunting club? But that could just have been a coincidence. Okay. So now, Seward, Trevor Seward's in the truck right now. He's looking through the packages and shit, and he probably knocked everything the fuck over because, you know, he's doing this in a hurry. He got a rifle on him. Look, that nigga ain't got no gloves on him. So he touching all this shit, the body, the steering wheel, the packages. Hell, he done pretty much, it was, he pretty much done fucked himself. But anyway, he's searching through the, um, he's searching through the packages. He looking for his name. He looking for, uh, valuables because he busting shit open at this point. He gives no fuck at this point. He, 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 he finds a couple things and he runs out with the AR and the packages and, uh, he runs off and leaves him. He just runs back to the house. He's calling Dave. like, hey, man. Hey, man. Um, I ain't get the package. So Trevor has left the scene, and now he's just hiding out, right? And now local news is on, and a body has been found in a ditch of a poster worker. It was later identified that it was 64 Irene Presley and the community in the community is in shock and awe because the community loved this woman and she's a government employee so you have a lot of people out there on edge because the body of a body of a poster worker has been found and not ha only has it been found She's um it was it was murder. She had been shot. So now the police are out investigating her route and they found shell casings to a um rifle on Senate Street and then they find the truck 3 miles down the road in a ditch. With packages scattered out above, scattered out all outside the truck and in the street. So of course, with this going on, they're they're just um the investigators. They're out there. They're um picking up shell cases and fingerprinting everything, and they're pulling off some good prints because they they found prints on the dashboards, on the packages, and also. Um, and also, uh, the st on her, on the person, on, um, on Presley's body. Yeah. He tried to, he tried to get whatever that was in her pockets too. Yes. So at this point they, they have good, they have good, um, some good evidence, right? The police got good evidence. And with her being a, a government employee, all the resources are at their disposal. And that means the FBI is coming because they at this point, they don't know if this was random. If somebody is going to be out here killing postal workers, is this an angry ex-employee or what? So right now everything is at their disposal and they are checking cameras throughout her route. Right.
So this one package that's in the middle of the street is kind of open and they check the address and they just take it in evidence because it's kind of like it's in the middle of the street along with other packages. Not too long after that, they put two and two together that that street, that, um, that, um, that package was coming to a known felon. So, you know, they're kind of like putting two and two together at this point. They're going to check this address out. So they didn't immediately go check out that address. But, you know, they took it into evidence. And, it, of course, they're fingerprinting it in there. They're going to keep all these addresses in evidence. They have to check all these places because they have to check places that her. they have to check the mail that they have to check that route on stuff that was delivered to see if anybody saw anything. And the fact that this one is like further down the line and it had already been passed up. It was just something like, they were like, Hey, maybe we should backtrack this address. The package is open, but it's out. So whatever was in it was taken out. And you never really know. Is this somebody just got this mailed over here and they ran a scam to, to rob the truck the whole time. So they got to check out all these addresses, right? So the word gets out to all her um people and like again the community is devastated, right? And they don't know who or, or who or why someone would do this. This is a small rural town, right? So a couple of days go by, still no word. They still processing evidence fingerprints because they got a lot of fingerprints out the truck and um they got some bunch of good ones right so finally after a couple of days they get a name and and this name is trevor seward he's already in the system he is a felon why would he be anywhere in a mail truck. He don't work here. Right? He don't work here. Why is his fingerprints in the truck? And not only is it on the truck, it's on her body and on the shell casings they found on um Stewart Street. Yeah. His fingerprints is on all of that. So right now, not Stewart Street, on Senate on Senate Street, Senate Road. His fingerprints are on all of that. So now they're like, hey, we got to find this guy. He has something to do with this, right? So on September 29th, they have located and arrested Seward. And they got a lot to talk about. They ask, they, they get him down to the station and say, you're arrested, you arrested for first degree murder of a government, um, a government employee. And we also going to get to hit you with robbery. And he like, uh, I want to speak to my lawyer. So he didn't talk, right? He didn't talk, right? So at this point, you know, he's locked up, but 
kind of backtrack a little bit when they picked him up from his house they also did a search warrant in the search warrant they also got to check through his house where they found the um the AR15 and they also had um found video from his own personal surveillance of him coming in the in the house Grabbing the AR-15 style rifle. Well, no, the AR-15. I ain't going to say style rifle. It was AR-15 and leaving out the house. But in the video, they see him hop into this car. And they pull up the license plate so they can go find this person that was driving the car. And the person that was driving the car was Jerome Davis. That's who dropped him off when they spotted Presley. So now I'm like, hey, we gotta go find this dude. So they um took him a little while to locate Davis. But of course, they find Davis and they haul his ass and say, hey man, what you know about this murder? He's like, hey, I don't know nothing about no murder, bro. What you, what are you talking about? Okay, well, we got you right here picking up Trevor. Do you do you know Trevor? Do you know this guy right here? Say, yeah, I know him. But I mean, I don't know nothing about no murder. Look at Trevor. We, we ain't got time to bullshit with you, bro. Someone is dead in his first degree. And you know what first degree mean, Playboy? That mean life. That mean you never coming home. This is a federal case, sir. There is no parole. You say 30 years, you got 30 years. We say life, we mean life. Ain't no coming home. He said, okay, 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 okay. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, I picked him up. Um, we ordered a package. It wasn't delivered. And we needed it that day. So, we, we, we went to go get it. What do you, can you specify what you mean? We went to go get it. We went to retrieve the package. Well, I mean, I didn't go to retrieve it. I just dropped him off. But he went and did what he had to do to get what he had to get. So, I mean, I didn't see nothing. But, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm just going to, hey. I'm, I, I, yeah, I, I admit my guilt to my part. Yeah, I did that. We we, 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 we ordered. We wanted, we were trying to get some weed. We ordered from we ordered some weed and we was trying to get it because she told um because she dropped a note saying we got to go down to the post office and pick it up and of course i ain't trying to go down to no post office and pick it up because to me that sound like a setup which i mean it could be true you could have been getting set up but not really because if it made it that far undetected you might have been good to go so, they was just like, well, I mean, we weren't sure. We just, I just knew we weren't trying to go down there in that building. So, I dropped that. We we located the truck. Davis hopped out with the AR-15. And as I drove off, I heard shots. I didn't see any. I heard them. But, hey, I, that's all I could say. I said, well, do you got anything else to say? He said, no. Nah. Okay, well, you're under arrest for murder. And they escort his ass to to the um 
and escort him to the uh the jail. So a couple of days later, Trevor Seward and um Jerome Davis, they um they go in for a bond hearing. And of course, all the M, the uh, all the US Postal Service workers, <clears throat> they showed up. All the people, well not all, but a majority of the people that was on route, they showed up to the bond hearing. Irene Presley had about 30 people out there for the bond hearing, making sure to ensure neither one of these two bastards get a bond. And like and as they wished. They went in there and they, and they got hit with a no bond. Terrell Seward and Davis have to and um and um Jerome Davis they have to sit in jail uh because they have no bond so they will sit here unto trial. And in the midst of this, of course, interrogators they go back. They want to talk to uh, Trevor Seward. He still ain't saying shit. He ain't talking. He gonna hold it down. He gonna keep it straight. He ain't got nobody to tell on right. So they just take his ass back to cell. But you know who do got some old information? Goddamn uh, Jerome Davis. Because he wants to see the light of day another day. Right? So they go back to Davis and say, okay, what happened? And like I told y'all, we had ordered some weed. We was trying to get it. We was trying to um, do our thing. We was trying to um, set up shop. We was trying to, trying to get to the money. We were trying to set up shop. We were trying to be, you know, we trying to... Um, Get us some clientele going by um getting us some weed from Cali, cause you know if you get some Cali bud out here and you big man on the streets, so he's like, okay, well, how'd you get it? He was like, I contacted this dude named Ricky Jesus Rocha Barras, which I'm gonna call Jesus. We 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 hooked up with Jesus, and Jesus was gonna send us some things over here. Mention it was only two pounds of weed, right? Two pounds of weed was only going in Colorado for sixteen hundred bucks, right? Yeah. So how they was gonna break that shit down or whatever, I don't know. I don't know if they was gonna try to sell it. What they definitely wasn't selling shit by the pound because you you only bought two pounds. You was gonna sell two pounds, right? It just don't make no sense. But you break it down, whipping and flipping and chopping the, you know, like how you just say. So that was their plan to break, bust that bitch down and start slanging that shit, right? So the um, they was like, "Well, how can we locate um, Jesus?" He like, "Man, Jesus is in California." So this is no biggie, cause the FBI is already involved. Yeah, be about okay, cool. You give us his name and we gonna tell you we we gonna get his ass here. So it was like, I mean, he just set it up, cause right now, um. Right now, what basically they're hitting him, trying to hit him with a um, with a Priscilla, uh, with a, um, with conspiracy to distribute weed. I mean, uh, that Mary Jane, and he was the one that was facilitating it, and that was a felony because they did this over the phone. You know how like wire fraud and bank fraud be happening? Like, you know, it's fraud once somebody speaks about it over the phone. There goes wire fraud right there. So basically, they weren't dealing with wires, but here comes this conspiracy to commit a crime over the phone. So therefore, it's pretty much a felony, right? So they send the FBI to go snatch up your boy. So they send the U.S. Marshals to locate uh, Jesus they get him, they find his ass, and they bring his ass straight 
to South Carolina. And Jesus was like, hey, I don't want no part of the murder. Hey, like, I don't want no part of this shit they got going on. Yeah, I I plead, I will plead guilty to what I did. I did uh send them the weed. I did talk to Jerome Davis. I did do that much. Anything else after that, that ain't on me. I was in California. All right. And of course, they, they let him do that. They let him give up, give up his statement. They let him say what he did and what he didn't do. So yeah, so now the, the the trial is supposed to start in October of 2022. You know, the killing happened in um September of 2019. So, and of course, COVID slowed it down a lot. So it's backed up, right? It's supposed to start in October. It ended up didn't. But Jerome Davis, since he turned um state witness and pled guilty, he got 25 years. 20 for um conspiracy to um for the robbery and five years for the weed that um for the conspiracy to distribute and um they'll serve um back to bite the bite <laughs> like the boy flies say and on top of that he got after them 25 years he will um he will have to serve um three years of of supervised probation and mentioned he was 31 when he uh got this charge. So he he's gonna be fifty something years old being supervised. And Jesus, he pled guilty to the um he pled guilty to the um he pled guilty to the uh to the conspiracy over the phone to distribute weed and they just gave him five years probation. He went his ass right back to California. Yep. Five years probation. That's all he got. Anyway, they took this shit to trial with Trevor, though, because this is first-degree murder. His boy Jerome, his boy Jerome Davis stood up and said, yeah, he did this, he did that. They showed the camera footage of him going in the house getting the AR-15. They pulled out. They showed footage of him um, running with the rifle, they had plenty of fingerprint evidence in queue, including 20 shell casings from the scene of the crime. Trevor didn't stand a chance. And Trevor was found guilty than a motherfucker and has to serve life in prison. Yep, they gave that boy life for murder, robbery, Possession of a firearm by a convicted felon. Conspiracy to um to distribute Mary. I mean, uh, yeah, con- um, conspiracy to distribute <laughs> that Mary Jane. Hey, the crazy part was it's only two pounds, bro. How, dog? Look at this. Put it like this. It was two pounds that he was about to bust down with Davis, right? And they still also had to pay uh, Jesus the the remainder of his money. Dog, it was it's never going to be worth it. Young niggas really want to move that dope, move that dope, I move that dope. Now he locked up forever. They asked him did he want to speak at his sentencing, and um he told him no. He told him that 
I don't want to confuse anything else. I don't want. I don't want to be my words that be misconstrued. I don't want to. I don't want to add to any more confusion. And he simply just sat down. People from um, Presley's family was outraged. One of the family members said, "You killed my dad. My dad was ninety-seven years old. And when um, Irene died, my, her sister basically, when she died, it took it, it, it killed my father. He died of a broken heart." And they was right. He was 97. He just lost his daughter, not to um, natural causes, but to murder. My daughter was shot multiple times. His daughter was shot multiple times. He couldn't live with it anymore. Yeah, so Trevor Seward got life. He would never go out. Of, he would never get out of jail. There's no parole in the, fed, in the feds. Um, yeah. This is Trevor Stewart. I mean, this is Trevor Seward. Um, like, subscribe, comment. Oh yeah, people, when y'all um writing um uh, writing them reviews and writing writing those reviews and giving me ratings is how people discover me. So make sure y'all do that. And look at here. If you comment and hit me up on any of my platforms, Spill is NM Brothers Keeper. Twitter, not my brother's keeper. Instagram, not my brother's keeper. If y'all comment on any of that stuff, I will respond. Even if it take two days, three days, a week later, I will respond because I want that commentary. And me interacting and me staying in contact with y'all is going to benefit us both. Send me stories. Send me what you want me to talk about. Anyway, this is King Walter. This is not my brother's keeper. Tune in next week for a new killer. Gang!